am I sending the right message to the right person at the right time? And does yeah. this person want to hear from me? Right. So what you see a lot of is a missed opportunity to create context and connection with people. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman. Joining me today, a brand new rock star. So excited to dive in today. He's a growth consultant, an entrepreneur, and he is the CEO at Lake One. Ryan Rudd, thanks for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me, Kirby. You bet, you bet. So I, I want to dive right in um, because I think in most organizations, I say many organizations, it feels like marketing and sales are not aligned. As a matter of fact, I think sometimes they feel like enemies, which is really weird. So how do you build a sales and marketing alignment roadmap? Yeah. So it's it's crazy. It's like everybody is all supposed to be rowing the boat together, right? Yeah, Going right. for the same, same revenue goal. Um, so that roadmap starts with one thing and it's agreement. And that agreement carries through multiple steps of that roadmap. So first getting an agreement on goals. And it's amazing to me how many times I, we work with with clients where that's the singular problem. There's not an agreement on goals. So you have sales and marketing, you have leaders brought to the table and I'll ask the question, okay, we want to grow revenue by how much next year? And there's an agreement on that number. But then when I ask the follow-up question that says, okay, what does a qualified opportunity look like? Because in order to get to the revenue number, we all have to understand what that qualified opportunity that's going to get into the pipeline is. And they start to ask each of the people at the table what that qualified opportunity looks like. I'll get completely different answers. Mm. So if we don't have an agreement on what qualification looks like, you're never going to be able to reach the revenue goal together. So getting in an alignment on what the real goal is, which is what does qualification look like? That's the first step on that roadmap. So making sure that everybody understands that in order for something to be qualified and make it onto the pipeline, it needs to meet this set of objectives, mm. right? It can be yeah, yeah. account size, it can be role, it can be timeline to buy whatever that is for your organization you need to figure that out and have the revenue teams come to agreement on that um, from there it's really an understanding of roles so what are the roles and responsibilities for the marketing team the sales team and i extend this even to support and product because everybody has a role to play um, and getting agreement on that and then finally putting in place a feedback loop so that there's constant iteration that says mm -hmm. okay we have an agreement on what that qualification looks like. We have an agreement that marketing is going to do this, sales is going to do this, support is going to do this, but let's check in with each other regularly. And this isn't a, you know, once a quarter, twice a year mm -hmm. type of thing. This is a weekly check-in that says, are we doing the things we're supposed to be doing? Are the assumptions that we have about that qualification right? And if they're not, what do we need to do to change so that we're on the same page? Man, that's really good. And and I love that, that, you know, asking that one specific question, starting from sort of foundationally, um, getting people on the on the same same page is super powerful. Yeah. Um, so everyone's chasing the latest tech, like to help sales, right? Oh, they want the yeah. latest gadget, the easy button, whatever. But what I've seen you talk about six questions. So what are the six yeah. questions you should ask before implementing a new CRM? 
Yeah. So the the six questions kind of come around, you know, six key points that the CRM is designed to support. So it's data, goals, the champions in your organization, system support and reporting. So as we think about data, this kind of comes back to that alignment roadmap as well. Do we understand our data? Do we really understand what matters in the data? We've done a lot of migrations where we'll sit and we'll look at the data and I'll ask people, you know, why do we track this? Why do we have, you know, this weird subset of all of these open field texts and it's, you know, a 20 year old legacy CRM. Mm -hmm. Nobody can tell me, nobody can tell me why we're tracking a certain property. Let it go. Like just because the data exists doesn't mean that it's all great data. Right. It has to have a purpose. Um, you know, those goals, understanding what the goals are, again, coming back to what are we actually tracking and why that's going to support the revenue metrics. Um, really critical is having somebody internally that's a champion. Ideally, you're going to have somebody that's a champion in each of the key revenue functions. So somebody in marketing, somebody in sales, somebody in support. Um, asking the question, you know, what systems, what functions need access to this data? Mm. Because there's a lot of times choices are made about systems and technology without actually understanding who needs access to it. And then right. something gets implemented and nobody wants to touch it because it's it's a pain in the butt to try to get anything out of. Right. Um, and then the last couple of pieces is support and reporting. You know, how hard is it for people to get the support that they need to be functional? Oh, man. Um and there's, there's a lot of CRMs out there. Support across them is not all equal. Some of them have, you know, really expensive support packages, yeah. horrible communities where there's there's no access to support. Nobody's talking about it. Um, and then reporting, how easy is it to get the data out to make the decisions that you need to make about your business? Man, yeah, that's, that's really good. Because I think, you know, the reality of it is the people who do CRMs are good at sales, right? Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> they really are. They, they can rock, rock you through a process and not, yeah. if you, if you aren't prepared to ask those important questions, it can, all of a sudden you can end up with a product. You're like, well, this doesn't do all the stuff Anything I wanted. I want it. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. That's a great point. All right. So I've heard you say that technology, I love this, technology has ruined marketing. So <laughs> what do you mean about by that? And, and how can we save it? Yeah. So in the simplest response, it's made us lazy. Yeah. Um, technology has made it really, really simple for us to scale, um, to make communications really easy to scale, to spread really fast, to make things automated, which is all awesome. It's all yeah. great. Those are great things. But what it's also done is it's not put in any governors for us to check and say, am I sending the right message to the right person at the right time? And does yeah. this person want to hear from me? Right. So what you see a lot of is a missed opportunity to create context and connection with people. Um, and technology has, has this ability to either help or hinder. And a lot of times I see it hindering that connection that we need to be able to create with marketing and sales. Um, I, I say this a lot. My team hears me say this a lot. My clients hear me say this a lot. There's phrases that literally just makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck. And it's things like we need to email blast. And I'm like no human being <laughs> wants to be on the receiving side of any blast anything <laughs> from marketing and it's just like think about like put yourself in the receiving side of this stuff and it's like 
that's where I say marketing has, or technology has ruined marketing because it's made it too easy to forget about what it's like to be on the receiving side. Yeah, I, I love that. I It is funny to me how often I talk to, to people, to whether it's clients, whether it's the team and just go, we think about this from our perspective. We It's so rare that we just take the time to go, would I want you know, yeah. and this email blast. Would I want yeah. this shoved down my throat? Would I want to be interrupted? Would I want whatever, yeah. right? And uh, I, I, it, I love that concept of saying, look, think of it from the the receiver's perspective, and I think you get a lot of value out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, final question for you: what's what's one big mistake that you see organizations make when it comes to marketing and sales? I know it's a general question, but just one thing that you see. Yeah, this is probably the easiest question for me. To okay, okay, good. Um, Sacrificing progress for perfection. So oh, a lot of times, it, all of these things, especially when it comes to technology, digital, you know, this transformation that businesses are going through, it can feel overwhelming and it can feel like we have to have every single duck in a row before yeah. we do anything. Um and as a result of that, you don't do anything because yeah. you're trying to you're trying to wait for everything to be perfect rather than just taking that first step. Um, and I think about, you know, a lot of the clients that we worked with through COVID that were nervous and anxious and trying to figure out how do they transform their business from being not very digital to being very digital. Yeah. Um, and the ones that were successful were the ones that weren't afraid to just take the step and to keep keep moving forward. Man, I, I think that's, and by the way, I think that's part of the tech thing that you were talking about how it's ruined marketing to a degree because everybody's like, well, I just need yeah. to automate it. And so I need to yeah. think about the 19th step down the road. Dude, at some point, just pick up the phone or, or yes. you know, interact with a human. It, like it's- Do it's, something. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You don't have uh, to, I mean, it's great. The people who are great at thinking about that all the way down, but you're right. I think most people kind of get crippled by that. And they're like, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't think that far in advance. Just- Take the next right step. Well, cool, Ryan. This is great. I appreciate it. Where can can folks find more information about you? Yeah. So um, I am online, LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Our website's lakeonedigital.com. And I will also set up a page for for your listeners, lakeonedigital.com slash MJ. And I'll put a, we have a worksheet that actually takes people through. Um, You can use it internally on how to start to kind of build that roadmap, that alignment roadmap um, internally with your organization. So you can grab that there um, if it's something that, that your listeners are looking going that's cool. you know, we need to do this internally so that's cool thank you so much ryan i appreciate it um well this has been fun we'll have to do it again sometime okay yeah for sure thanks for having me cool well that's going to wrap up this edition of delivering marketing joy we'll see you next time delivering marketing joy, joy, joy.